what is going on everybody you are tuning into the journey i'm your host jeremiah justin riley welcome back to those of you guys who are listening for a second time and if you are new here please make sure you share this podcast with everybody that you know The Journey is a podcast dedicated to helping individuals who are seeking to improve their finances, mindset, and also well-being. In season one, I will be talking about how to change your mindset and also money management. Now in this episode, I'm going to be talking about a word that may bring you guys anxiety, and that word is school. Now in the last episode, I covered school a bit, but not that much. In this episode, I will specifically be talking about how schools are failing students, how it's also a multi-sided issue, and how also how to set yourself up for success. However, first, I have a very special guest joining me here today. He is the man. He is the myth. He is the legend. Give it up for Adrian Valili. Hello. Thank you for having me. And uh, name's Adrian. And let's just get into this, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. So in order to fully understand how school is failing students, um, more specifically how the American uh, school system is failing students, I think that it's important to look back at the history and also the origins of the system that we have set up today. So in early America, there was no real formal education system that was set up. You had different provinces and territories and they pretty much decided how they were going to educate their children. So let's say in Adrian's neighborhood, he wants to educate his kids on a certain thing. I don't have any say on that. And if I want to educate my kids on a certain thing, he doesn't have any say on that. So everybody was pretty much just individualized when it came towards um, their education. So how do you feel about uh, the way that this system was set up? Uh, the system was set up over 100 years ago. And as you said, it was set up during the Industrial Revolution. And, you know, it it's a it's something that's been failing for a long time because back then it was too broad and too generalized. And now it's really hard to generalize students because of the conditions and all the different factors and variables that we have right now. You know? Yeah, yeah, d- definitely, definitely. And um, also in the Industrial Revolution, that's when we really saw, you know, huge amounts of funding and also the building of an education system on a national scale. And so the purpose of that was so this nation could create workers. And in our new industrialized economy, we needed workers to perform a certain uh, task at a certain level of proficiency. And so you would take a class of 30 or so students and put them in a class and you would just teach a topic the same way. And you wouldn't even account for different backgrounds or learning styles. And they just expected the kids to retain the information. And since the start of the Industrial Revolution, little to nothing has changed in the way that we educate our students. So why do you feel like the system itself was a failure, educating our kids that way? Educating our kids that way? It's a failure nowadays, right? From like For like the past 30 years, probably. Mm-hmm. But probably back then, you see, they they were able to generalize people because if you look at the factors we have today, they don't have it back then. They don't have black kids learning. They don't have Mexican kids learning. They just don't have people of color. And, you know, they shun people with disabilities and they push them to the side. 
so really it was all a bunch of white kids in school that they had to learn that they had to teach so that's teaching white kids that all have similar backgrounds are way easier than teaching kids today so that's why i think they didn't take into accountability the diversity and the change that we have that we see today in schools definitely definitely man and i, and I like how you touched upon you know um the kids having you know uh not having you know different backgrounds you know in terms of like ethnically you know like how you touched upon the fact that it was pretty much only white kids and you know even when we did see you know uh black kids and, and mexican kids and just kids of color you know going to school oftentimes it was still very much segregated and they had their own school but because you know it wasn't a white school a lot of these uh marginalized people weren't getting the same amount of funding or the same amount of support as the white school so i really like how you touched upon that right right so moving on to the next topic so now let's talk about how specifically schools are failing students so adrian i'm pretty sure you heard the age-old advice right go to school get good grades graduate get a job and you'll be set for life so what are your opinions on this advice that school just kept on drilling into us i'm sure back then it was good advice right it, it makes sense back then everything was cheaper college was cheaper uh, getting a job out of college was easy and you know school was school was a lot easier back then right there wasn't as many subjects you just english math science maybe mm-hmm. and boom you're done but nowadays it's just compl- the school system is completely different right you you have like a million classes and overall it's just it's just different so now that advice is is for some people they they'll take it and for other people for a lot of people they won't take it you know yeah you know i think one of the i think you you hit it right on the nail man you know i think one of the key differences between now and the old days and and even decades ago is that you can leave high school and be prepared for the realities of adulthood and even if you chose you know college even after you graduated you would be prepared so back then it really didn't matter which route you took whether it be high school or post-secondary education you could go out into the real world get a stable job and you wouldn't have to worry but the world has changed and i think that one of the key ways that it's changed is that the needs of our workforce has shifted we as a nation we went from a production-based economy to now a service-based economy and that has led to a shit ton of more people getting degrees and in turn the value of a college degree has gone down so Adrian, what do you think about the value of a college degree and the value of a high school diploma? Has it gone up? Has it gone down? Or has it stayed the same? Uh, a high school diploma has definitely gone down. Definitely. Mm-hmm. It, it's become the, the baseline to just even have a diploma. And there's so many ways you can get a high school diploma. It doesn't even matter. Like, you can be a sophomore in high school and take one test. And that alleges to the rest of high school. And boom, you have the same diploma as the next guy. Or you can fail 10 classes 
graduate in the summer and boom you had the same diploma so the high school diploma it really doesn't mean anything now the college diplomas whether that be your associates or bachelors i'm gonna just say the associates is useless Mm. right you're not gonna graduate community and then go out and say man i found my my forever job my job i'm gonna be working 20 years you know that's just it's kind of like another high school diploma you just need that to get to the next level which is the bachelor's now the bachelor's there's two sides of it on one side uh if you get a bachelor's you're not going to do anything with it right there i hate to say it but there are some there are some degrees that you're not going to go far with in life you know Mm -hmm. and like it's really hard to find a job in those degrees while in other degrees say like technology or like engineering now those degrees are have some weight to it because those are that's that's what we need so it's yeah as you said it was a the system changed from a production-based economy to a service-based you know so whatever service we need that's the degree you you want to get so yeah i say you are right because degrees have gone down in general but some degrees some specific degrees have gone up definitely definitely man and i think that it sucks when you know high school and even college doesn't even prepare you for the real world or teach you the skills that will benefit you in adulthood i went through four years of high school and i'm in college right now i'm at njc uh getting my associates in business and honestly bro i have learned in all those years of school i have learned little to nothing on how to get ahead in life i never learned how to start a business i never learned how to do my taxes I never learned what's the best way to get a loan for a mortgage or a car or even how to build and establish credit. So, you know, we're both in college, man. So and we both went through four years at Logan. So what would you say that school fails to teach? School definitely fails to teach like simple life skills that you're going to need every single year, like paying your taxes or getting a mortgage or getting a loan for a house and how to pay your mortgage and rent and you know uh getting a loan for a car or financing a car or there's all these like little things that they specifically did not teach to everyone right but there were classes you could take but what school didn't do was they didn't push that you know they didn't push it like they pushed english or they didn't push it like they pushed college or they didn't push it how like they pushed all these other classes right like, I didn't even know there was a, a business and marketing class till my senior year at Logan, you know? Yeah. Like, what, if, what if I wanted to do that? I need, It was too late. So they definitely, they failed in the aspect of informing us and having it. Like, they had the tools, but the tools were in the back of the shed, but locked by three locks. And they just said, forget about it. If you find it, you find it. You know, yeah. that was one of the big problems of, of Logan was they lacked to inform what other classes that they had that could have helped us definitely man and also i think that you know you hit it around the nail again you know i think that they just really just didn't make a lot of these classes accessible to the general population and so you know you're you're not gonna know you know the information that you're never taught and they should have at at least you know had they should have at least given us the opportunity to 
take these classes and everything and, and maybe you know um our lives would have been different i don't know it could have been you know but i also think that school doesn't even teach us soft skills right like how to negotiate or how to market ourselves you need to know how to to negotiate let's say if you want a higher paying salary or you want that promotion at your job or you know they don't teach you how to market yourself you know they don't teach you how to walk into uh, a job with people who have the same degree as you same qualifications as you and they don't really teach you how to make yourself stand out so what would you say to that right high school specifically they did not teach that like you weren't having teachers saying look this is how you make a business deal you know shake their hand look them dead in the eye they weren't doing that they weren't doing none of that mm-hmm. but they were doing what they tried to do was they tried to get us to learn those skills for ourselves and to which for some people it, w- it was good you know those social people that talk to people you know they kind of get the feel like in a workspace that you need to collaborate with people and you need to talk to people in order to be successful right and for social people then they sort of understood that but you look at the other side and those in social people the people that are in the back of the class the people that don't like the other people the people that are judged by everyone else they didn't really get those skills you know they're to themselves they didn't have that opportunity to say hey what'd you get for number 16 or you know like so specifically they did not teach those skills at all they they tried to get us to collaborate which was it's a little step but what's one step when you got a whole 50 50 floor staircase you know yeah and 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 yeah i agree with you i think that they did teach collaboration but it was really like on a surface level and it didn't mimic the real world that that's what i would say right yeah you're i agree i agree and you know i think that another big reason as to why school is failing students is because they're always constantly pushing college 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 but you know, not everyone wants to go to college or even goes to college. And I think that they're missing a huge opportunity to market themselves to the rest of the population because they're not pushing the trades and they're not pushing the military. So what would you say to that? Oh, definitely. High school missed the mark on on a bunch of students because, look, every single year and every single class, probably most likely 99 percent of the time, you would at least get the question raise your hand if you want to go to college right and everyone's going to raise their hands and say oh, i want to go to college because that's what everyone else is doing they don't want to look stupid right mm-hmm. it made it seem like if you didn't go to college you didn't have a a future and that's just that's just wrong because in actuality only 60 percent of students that graduate high school continue with higher education and continue with college so they're leaving almost half the population out in in those in those assignments and those those questions right so what they could have done you know is they yeah they could have pushed the trade in the military so much further than than what they did right they they had the resources right like they had auto tech and they had rop and but the, their problem was like i said earlier was they didn't push it you know like i personally didn't even know there was an auto tech class till my senior year and again by that time it was too late and for rop as well they they told us that there was an ROP, right? Mm-hmm. But they didn't send people to say, hey, this is what I've learned in ROP and this is how it can benefit you. That's what they should have done. They should have had students, seniors, upperclassmen from those classes 
go at least one, maybe once a year. It doesn't even have to be a lot. Just go to English classes and say, hey, these are the classes we have. And this is what I've learned as an upperclassman, which is crazy because they did they did that for science classes and they did that for other classes, but they didn't do it for those classes that like will actually help and like not the college path. You feel? Yeah, definitely. They, they missed a huge opportunity, man. A huge opportunity. So mm-hmm. moving on to the next topic. All right. So another thing that I think is really, really, really important to talk about is how failing schools is really a multi-sided issue, you know, because I think a lot of the times it's easy to look at the origins of the system and say that's why the whole system is bad but as time has went on we have seen more and more issues arise and um yeah let's just get into it so i think number one uh funding plays a huge part into it i think that you know when you take a school that isn't getting a lot of resources that can go to teachers and to the students you know that's how you get things like achievement gaps it's how you get you know a school that can't really afford to have different programs and different extracurriculars for the students so what would you say to that adrian yeah funding funding is definitely a big part of the problem you know it's if you look at it schools that don't have the funding normally their their education levels are lower than those with funding right they the p the kids the schools with funding have better access and more materials than those that don't so funding plays a huge part of developing children's minds and brains yeah and and also i think that you know funding uh also can play a role into uh teacher performance as well because i think that if you're not paying the teachers a decent wage you know you're gonna have a teacher who's gonna come in there and they're gonna say well i don't really care about the future of this nation i'm just gonna go in here and collect a check and i think that me and you we can both attest to how when logan was going through the strike how that led to a lot of animosity between the district and also the teachers how do you feel about um the wages of teachers today the wages of teachers today honestly are bogus right you look at the the qualifications and teachers are like the only the only job that requires a four first a bachelor's and then a master's to keep continuing to teach and their their wages are like half as much as any other profession that requires those right so definitely the wages and the 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 money it it it, it talks you know It, it really shows yeah and I think that also, you know, in our district in New Haven, when they were going on the strike, uh, you and I remember how a lot of these boards members' wages got released. And so when you have some of these people like, you know, Orlando Smith, who's making 300 grand and up, you know, versus a teacher who's maybe making 40, 50, or 60, I think that it definitely, you know, leads to one of those things where it's like okay well why are you making that much especially when a lot of these people who are serving on the board 
haven't done anything to impact the education of the students. Right. Yeah, the board members, when when the strike was going on, I, I do remember like the, the wages being released. Yeah, and you got Orlando Smith making 300 grand and you got these other students, these, these, these teachers that come in every day and it's their job to teach kids, right? It's their job to work with them. It's their job to deal with the BS that kids have or the, the good days and the bad days. Yet it's the board members that are making all the money off of them, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that created a huge dispute that senior year. And uh, the strike had these teachers that, that some liked actually teaching, right? Some, some were there to help students. They had these teachers that wanted to make a change they they couldn't right because they they were they were bonded by by their duty. No one's gonna do anything for free, no matter how good you are, right? And this is one of those moments that they they needed to do what they had to do, and the sacrifices were our education for a whole two months. Oh yeah, yeah, d- definitely. You know, and um, I also think that schools not having the proper funding and the proper resources also lead to you know, teachers who don't necessarily know how to address different students with different mindsets or different backgrounds. I mean, I think that my junior year, I had this one teacher, her name was Miss Che, and she was incredibly college focused. And she would always talk about how she went to UCLA and how if you wanted to get into a good school, you would have to do everything that she did. So she was saying you have to take these certain APs, these certain honors, you have to do all these extracurriculars in school and outside of school and write these amazing essays and you'll get into a, a good school. And I was always one of those people who would say, well, what if, you know, you don't necessarily want to take the ACT or the SAT multiple times? What if you don't want to take all these AP and honors classes and all these extracurriculars? And I was basically telling her, there are different ways you can get into college without having to do all that and she would you know get mad at me and you know get real defensive with me and I just basically told her one day I was like look you know you're not me you don't know where I come from so me and you aren't the same person so you can't base your life on my life you know so what would you say about what would you say to those teachers who necessarily don't know or they're unwilling to deal with different uh, backgrounds and attitudes teachers that can't adapt to different backgrounds and attitudes they really just need they, they need new training right it's 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 in their system like maybe when they were growing up they they were pushed these ideals of college this and you need to take the act and the sat and you know you need to get score that 1300 or whatever so it's really like you said the system they grew up on that right you're only going to teach what you what you've been taught and that's what they've been taught and so i think it's the responsibility for new teachers especially ones that are like like millennial the millennial generation it's it, it should be their job to you know try to change that that old aspect of living right to, to help push other ways of getting to college or other ways of succeeding that they're just not pushing and there was a teacher i had actually his name was Mr. Fields. You know Mr. Fields, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He he was always like, oh, I went to, I went to, I think he believed he went to Chico and he was like, yeah, I went there. It was a great school. But he wasn't like, oh, now you need to go to Chico. Now 
this is how I succeeded. And I'm like, I'm so good. He he was a real dude. You know, he he talked about his struggle growing up and having him really changed the aspect of my life. And I was like, wow, this this is the guy who's, you know, not too far off from the rest of the people. Right. He's not someone like on a pedestal that is like five levels above. He's someone that has been through the struggle and someone who didn't know what they were going to do or didn't have it all set out like the rest of these teachers or other teachers. Oh, definitely, man. That that that's great. It's definitely, you know, glad. It's definitely a great feeling, you know, for me to hear that. You know, you had, you know, someone like a Mr. Fields, you know, to definitely, you know, help you and to definitely, you know, care about you. You know, I think that even though at Logan, even though I think that there were a lot of teachers who didn't care or didn't know how to, I definitely had, you know, teachers who who did care. You know, I had. Mr. Campbell, I had Miss Chang, I had Mr. Sutton, you know, I, I had um, well, Mr. Lighthizer, you know, I had, you know, teachers who actually just cared about me. And I think that that really makes a difference in a kid's education. Right, definitely. It's it's at the end of the day, it's it's the teachers that are that are shaping our minds. And, you know, if you don't, if you have bad teachers, you're going to have well bad students or you're gonna have students that aren't liking it that aren't gonna learn so teachers are a huge part definitely man so we talked uh, about how school is failing students and so let me ask you this what are some of the reforms that you believe would benefit the students and benefit the teachers and just make the school system better overall for everyone like I said earlier, school fails to push the the trade 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 schools and uh, and military and other options, right? So first off, they they need to sort of equalize it, right? Because if only sixty percent of kids are going to college, then why teach it to one hundred percent of kids, right? Mm-hmm. Equalize and say, hey, there's uh, there are other options, right? You're not forced to go to college, and you know, just allowing these kids to realize that hey you can go to trade school or hey you can gain these other skills that will make you money and you can monetize them right so first like i said sending reps from these classes and you know just telling these students that you have these classes that you can take right and as well there was a the schools had these projects about college and you know their only option was hey look into this college and you know see if it's good right i remember in eighth grade we both went to ams and we had this huge college project and you know maybe instead of just saying hey you need to find a college you know research it maybe say hey if you don't want to do college look into other options like trade schools or you know even the military and that'll be that'll be the same weight and level as the college projects right that's just one way another way is by changing the actual schedule and the system of classes right so normally we're used to six classes a day, lunch, and that's that's it, right? But there are schools that run on a block schedule, and for those who don't know what a block schedule is, it's when you have a certain when you you have less classes for longer days, right? You'll have like maybe English and Science Monday and Wednesday, and then Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, you have these other classes, right? And just splitting up the the workload and the amount can make a huge difference because you have students that are out here taking five AP classes and now they have 
English, history, science, and whatever class they have, homework due every single day, right? But instead of having it every single day, these six classes all year, you can have four classes one semester, four classes the next, you're taking eight units. And now you can like split up your time more evenly, right? It gives you this option to learn a different way and just have time to focus rather than being overwhelmed. And also, if they want to push this college idea so much and say high school is not going to be like college, then make it a little more like college and implement this block schedule because in actuality, college, is you're not going to have six classes a day. Every day, you're going to have two classes, maybe three classes a day, and they alternate. So it would be a good way to uh, ease kids into that schedule and also a good way to help the students. Definitely. And I really love how you mentioned the block scheduling and also the homework, because I do think that schools give out way too much homework. And it's my belief that if we cut down on the amount of homework, that would, you know, allow students, you know, more time and it would allow more facilitation of ideas. And, you know, maybe, you know, students would, you know, go out here and and work on, you know, a trade or, or, or work on a skill that they have. But another thing that um, I want to talk about, too, in regards to the block scheduling is I think that we should have specific tracks for school. So I think, you know, let's say, you know, you want to go into the medical field. Well, Monday and Wednesday, let's say you have, you know, your core classes. So you have your math, your English and your science. But Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, all day, you're taking specific classes around the medical field same thing if you want to go into automotive same thing if you want to go into the business field and i think also we should have um, a track for students who necessarily don't know what they want to do and maybe they're just learning you know adulting skills and life skills and how to negotiate and how to communicate and i think that it should be when you graduate depending on which track you were in Uh, alongside with your diploma you should also receive a badge and you should be able to take that badge if you're going to a college you should be able to receive college credit or let's say you're in the medical track or the business track you should be able to go to one of these companies or go to a hospital and get an entry-level job so that way you can actually start gaining experience i think that that is one of the reforms that school can implement that i think would benefit everyone yeah no that that would be a huge uh like progression in towards having like these high school degrees having like meaning you know because currently you have the degrees depreciating and your whole track system that would give it away to say hey you know i did four years of this or i i fixed cars for three years in high school i have a little bit of weight to my words so you know give me an opportunity so yeah that's a great way of changing and you know helping students like like helping them get out of the whole of high school being being nothing you know definitely man definitely so moving on to the next topic all right so somewhere someplace there's going to be that high school student or that college student and they might be listening and they might say, all that sounds good, but what about now? What are some things that I can do right now 
to set myself up for success because I think that honestly it's great that we talked about how school is failing and also the reforms that we want to see but it's sad to say but I believe that those reforms aren't going to happen overnight and it is going to take a cultural shift a shift in our ideology a shift in our thinking in order to improve the education system so um Adrian what would you say uh to that high school student or to that college student what would you say are some things they can do to make sure that they're successful the most important thing I could tell to a high school student or even like a fellow college students is what I've been told and what I've learned is time management man you really gotta focus on what's important and what's gonna progress your life right now I'm not saying don't have fun and like go don't don't party and don't like you know have these relationships but also learn when when to pick and choose your battles right mm-hmm. so time management is a huge part of changing like the way you you you, you go definitely um I, I would say to that high school student or to uh, another fellow college student number one you know there is no timeline to success i think that oftentimes people get caught up in the whole social media and everything like that and they see people you know with their you know fancy cars their houses their money and you need to understand that your time is gonna come you know and it doesn't matter if you graduate at 23 or 33 a degree is still a degree and you know it doesn't matter you know how long it takes as long as you know you reach that end destination so definitely there is no timeline to success but also don't focus on clout you know and also social media don't focus on trying to be cool and everything really focus on how you can progress your own life right that's you bring up a good point right so definitely management and what you said is 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 a huge way right definitely uh, I think I think another thing too, uh, you hit it round the nail. You know, is time management. You know, learn how to spread your time around, but also um, people need to learn how to, you know, save your money because I think that oftentimes you hear a lot of young people now they say, hey, I want to you know invest in the stock market. I want to start my own business, but in order to do that, you really need that stable income. So learn how to save your money. And also, you know, if you have a credit card, you know, learn how to be smart with it. Don't mess up your credit because credit card debt is one of those things that can really uh, hamper you down and really get in the way of you and your success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That just goes into the time management and like like focusing and saving your money is is a huge thing. Right. Like st- kids nowadays. You know, some of them won't even get jobs in high school because they just think, you know, high school's a lot. And, you know, that's fine and all. But you really need to look at your different options and say, hey, if I do have the time, what am I doing? Am I just playing games? Am I just hanging out with friends? Or, you know, it doesn't even have to be like a, like a, you don't have to work a lot of days. You can just work like two days. I mean, maybe on the weekends or maybe on Fridays and Saturdays, you know, say, hey, I can I can apply at this place and you know it's only a couple days maybe if you work two days allocate like one day one day of your paycheck that'll be for my the fun stuff and the other one is 
for future you know setting up for your future so definitely yeah uh another thing i would say on how people can set themselves up for success is learn how to network with people right whether that be in school or whether that be you know just in life because you never know one conversation can really change the trajectory of your life and also uh it goes into networking with people you know get a mentor get someone who either has completed the journey and is where you want to be or is going through the journey and mimic their steps you know don't do everything exactly like how they said because i do think that you know people have different backgrounds and people have different needs and you really have to figure out how to get it your own way but if there is something that they did that you think that you can apply to your own life and get the same or even similar results go ahead and do that yeah definitely if you're a college student or a high school student you know find someone to to, to help you right like i i i'm in college right i'm a sophomore and like my first year i sort of knew what i wanted to do right i knew i wanted to do something that like included the environment but like my major wasn't like set in stone that wasn't until um i took a geography class with one of my professors and the way she taught ge- geography it, it helped me learn actually learn and like retain the information and say hey this is this is stuff i can i can do i can do this for my future so you had you were saying one conversation may change uh, it sort of did because i i emailed her and i was like hey did you always know you wanted to be a teacher or what, what are some things i can do with with the ge- geography degree and so she let me know and she said no i didn't always know and uh things you know as as you said earlier things take time and she, she just let me let me know that you know it was really easing on my my soul and mind because you know this is a person who's who's been through it who's who some people may say started a career late but she was just you know taking her time realizing what she wanted to do so definitely a mentor and people you can look up to that that'll go that'll go a long way definitely uh another thing i would uh tell people too is you know school doesn't teach you everything and you can't expect you know school to give you a fish you have to learn how to fish for yourself so you know i i would definitely uh tell people you know self-education is one of the best things you can do so whether it be you know reading you know certain books that expand your mindset or even just watching youtube videos or going on hubspot and learning some of those in-demand skills for yourself I think that goes a long way oh yeah for sure like right now we see it during this these trying times of this pandemic that you if you rely too much on someone teaching you everything you're not going to get far right so self-learning is definitely a skill that you should learn sooner rather than later because it'll help you progress in skills you know like say you were a photographer and you didn't you don't know anyone that that's good at this and you don't want to take your time to like look, look it up with other people you really have to learn for yourself you know watch some videos as you said or you know definitely will help you progress in life definitely you know and and, and you kind of touched upon it too the next piece of advice i would tell people is you know um definitely you know get a job in high school you know if you can you know like you were saying that works with your schedule 
but you know also if you necessarily don't want to do that there are other ways to make money you know for example learn an in-demand skill such as photography managing social media or video making i know uh, me and you when we when we went to logan we would always see those people who would always bring their cameras to school and they would charge 20 maybe 50 bucks for a photo shoot and they just got progressively better and better and now fast forward look at them now they're creating really dope content you know so if you learn something that is in demand people will pay for it yeah right like like you 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 hit the you hit it on the nail the in demand uh hobbies or things skills that you learn they're gonna come they're gonna come along the way right like yeah like you said photography and managing social media and you know even haircutting right mm-hmm. you know some dudes they just are like hey man cutting hair in the garage and for some people that's like all right that's a cool hobby but i know some people that have actually turned into like you know a livable wage and you know something that they can they can either like choose that as their future or you know just keep it with them and so you know as a stepping stone for the future definitely another piece of advice i would also tell specifically high school students is try and take college courses while you're in high school because oftentimes when you're in high school you're still a minor so the college courses are going to be free and that way when you graduate from high school you'll have some college credit or i've even known people who got their associates while they were in high school yeah yeah taking college courses in high school is definitely it's something i wish i could have done or wish i should have done although i was i instead of college i chose uh you know leaving school early and going to work right after which is good too but it's definitely i wish i also chose to finish or to do college courses in high school yeah you know you know and i also think that you know if you are a senior you know like you were saying going to school half a day I think that that's also, you know, a good option, too, because, you know, you can really gain money, save money or, you know, you can work on that passion or that side hustle, you know, but it kind of goes back into what you were saying, you know, just having good time management. Mm-hmm. Yeah, time management is, is, is really fundamental. And, you know, another thing I want to tell high school students specifically is about college is your teachers know what they're talking about, right, because they've been through college and they're doing it. But really, they're sort of just trying to scare you, right? Mm-hmm. I, I remember high school high school teachers, they were like, oh, this wouldn't fly in college or you're not you're not going to let this slide. And, and you know, being a second year in college, that shit slides. That, yeah. they, <laughs> they said, hey, no late work, right? Man, I'm not going to lie. I'd be turning in late work every week. And they're like, okay, that's fine. Because, you know, college, college professors, they understand that, you know, college isn't your sole purpose you know unlike high school teachers where they think you know only high school is the only thing you need to be focusing on they understand that you have hobbies and other relationships and family issues and jobs and some people work two jobs in college so they understand that right you just have to you just you you know as you were saying you need to learn how to communicate and you know talk to people right you just have to let them know hey uh you know i got work this day and i'm really swarmed up and can i get an extension and you know in my experience nine out of ten times they're gonna be like yeah sure that's fine thank you for letting me know and they'll give you that extension so that's that's huge 
because I, I was I remember in high school I was stressing about college I was like damn I'm gonna have to take this class and this class and this is gonna be hard and I don't know how I'm gonna do it and fast forward two years and you know I'm doing all right for myself right it's, it's not as bad as they thought it was that, I mean that was that was until the pandemic but that's a whole nother issue from side definitely man so definitely communication is is huge it's key so i think that we've reached the end of the podcast man are there any final thoughts any final words of wisdom that you would to impart into anyone watching uh or listening to this podcast yeah definitely i just want to let people know that you know time management is is a huge key in life and you know if you can master that you'll be all right and you know as also as you said success isn't on like a timeline right you, you don't have to succeed in two years or three years you know just take your time man so just really that, that's like some two important pieces of information that i wish i had and that i should still take to to this day you know definitely man so adrian i really want to thank you for hopping on the podcast it was an honor to have you here today and to everyone else listening you know it's going to be all right it's going to take time and you know it's not going to happen overnight but just keep on grinding keep on staying strong and things will happen i am jeremiah justin riley this is the journey and thank you have a good day yep later adrian later Ugh.